0: Italy. We way huh? back yep welcome back to another episode of high side of the ropes the third episode we've done this week kicking off the new year right but we, we didn't have... come alone today uh as we i got post... two guests in the
1: booth yeah
0: technically. Well, technically yeah uh as you if you guys follow us and saw the post we are having an awesome interview tonight we got mastodon in the booth oh, yeah!
2: Yep.
0: Yeah mastodons in the booth tonight here to talk about the high side of the ropes so let's get to it mastodon tell us a little bit about yourself bro um i'm
2: i'm just an asshole trying to get by i think we were just talking about this (laughs) Uh, i i i hate i hate planet earth i live here um nobody nobody ever gave me the option to live somewhere else and um living on planet earth at this time in the world is kind of nuts so uh, I just get stoned and wrestle a lot, and uh, and that's life. Um, Say hi that's, my that's pretty much. You know, what do you want to know? You, you you gotta like narrow it down, otherwise you're gonna get like incoherent rambling for an hour and a half. So like, <laughs> oh.
1: yeah. All right, I I got a question for you. What made you get started in wrestling, and what led to Smashmaster being the company that it is?
2: all right those are two loaded questions i'll start with the first and then you'll remind me the second a little bit when i ramble off yep um i was i, I live in a very rural part of pa um Jay, you've been out this way we've we've talked mm-hmm. you know i live in the middle of nowhere um my school did not have football and i really didn't fit in anywhere i was kind of a weird kid you know um I kind of stumbled into wrestling in high school just trying to figure out what I was, because you, you've seen me. I'm a big dude, right? Like, I ain't, I'm i I'm not little. Um, yeah, you're big as I've shit. Been, That's what she said. I've been this big since eighth grade, bro. Like, I was a big, giant, awkward, offensive line-sized human being that didn't have an outlet and a friend of mine took me to the wild simones um to, to wxw when it was in hazelton and started taking me to some indie wrestling shows in like 97 98 and uh, i just kind of fell in love you know um i started watching nitro in wcw i would say about like 96 97 um and i saw raven's flock you know, they, they weren't your typical looking pro wrestlers. You know, they, they weren't, like, the the super clean, um, everybody's in, like, the greatest shape. So, like, I felt like I identified with somebody for the first time in my life. And uh, wrestling just seemed to be, like, a good fit. And I'm also an attention whore. So, like, when I started watching wrestling a lot, you know, I'd go running down the hallways at school, look for an open locker door, and just, you know, eat it take a big bump in the hallway you know i was a weird fucking
0: kid that's Um, fucking awesome
2: (laughs) so like, yeah, wrestling just kind of became my my outlet and i was i was socially weird i was a church kid growing up so like small town church stuff not an athlete not popular undiagnosed adhd um kind of a whack job when it came to just how i am as a
1: person so wrestling is the perfect fit you know i can i can agree to that that's that's me in a nutshell nick you know that's a fact for me
2: i know i kind of relate to a lot of the whole taking the bumps off the locker rooms and everything or stuff from of that nature
3: yeah i was just straight up weird (coughs) in in growing up like if it wasn't if it wasn't wrestling i wouldn't talk about anything else yeah
1: yeah same because like I like that was me that was the same thing as me growing up. Like I was Word. the shy, awkward kid in school didn't know what to do and I fell in love with wrestling. So yeah, I, that's something that I think at some point we all were. We all wanted to walk down the hallway one day and just rick clear, chop somebody
3: oh yeah like you
2: know what though the thing is i did (laughs) (laughs) i just did it like how how big i am guys i'm i'm six two for like not wearing my boots i'm a solid six two um i'm when i was in high school i was like 275 300 pounds who's gonna stop me nobody i mean nobody so like maybe 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 like on the verge of a little you know maybe too much but like it just was the right fit for me like everything about pro wrestling clicked for me um i was a reader and that wasn't very common in my school um i could bang out like i could read through a 500 page novel in a night so like i read all the star wars novels and i was a star trek kid like i was a weird little fucker, you know like i was into some goofy shit and wrestling was just perfect. And I think if it wouldn't have been wrestling, I would have gone into some form of acting because anything to escape from the life that I was living was what I was looking for. Mm. That's just the God's honest truth. And and being my size and the, just the craziness of everything. Like wrestling, it's, it's a grab bag of nutso, you know? Like a little bit of everything. I love it. It's perfect for
0: me. That that's amazing. That that's really amazing. You had a
3: second question, Brendan.
1: Yeah, but I was going to say before I get to the second question was, de- I definitely agree with all of that. Like that is the most relatable thing I've heard in, in a while.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, uh, I I would tell people it's not that. Even though I was like I looked like Eric Cartman back in middle school, I would always say that I was also in shape because you know round is a shape. so i would always use that oh god i feel
1: like that's i feel like that's something you would say nick i did say it (laughs) i was big in high school too kid you forget but uh my second question was from
2: just How how did smash master get to be the way it is yeah um well that's a little bit of a good segue right there i'm it's a grab bag of weird you know like you can see Jacoby Rudick or Mike Scaros beat the ever-living piss out of somebody,
1: and then five minutes later, you got Stan Styles out there spraying whipped cream everywhere. Um, I'm sorry. Um, Rewind and play. Uh, <laughs> move what did that, you that say? bus.
3: <laughs> move that bus back. I know what he's talking about because I was there. Oh, shit.
1: I need to rehear that. What?
2: All right, so, like, on my shows... You can go to some shows and it's like, it's all, everybody looks like they're cartoon characters, right? And like, yeah. you go to some shows and everybody's covered in glass and blood. And you go to some shows and they're just knocking each other out for funsies. My show is a grab bag of all that. It's like, it's like a, a Santor sampler box, you know? Like you've got a little bit of everything. Some of it's cherries and some of it's nuts. And um, that's because I, I, I can't focus on just one genre of anything. Like I can, I can listen to country music and then, Five minutes later, listen to Mayday Parade. So like on my shows, it's, it's all crying anyway. On my shows, um, you can catch guys like, you know, the, the Syracuse, New York guys like Mike Skyros or, or Jacoby Riddick um, or myself or some of the other locals like Kit Rap or the Dynasty War Machine. And we'll just go out there and beat the piss out of people, you know, it's, it's, quite, it's fun. But then the next match might be Stan Styles coming out, spraying whipped cream everywhere. Or, or abs, which is totally not fake abs. <laughs> like, I
0: mean, Yo,
2: shout know, out you know, to abs, face, bro. You know?
0: Abs
1: are real. Abs are real.
0: Abs are real. Abs are real.
2: Ah. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with abs, oh, he's probably in hell right now. Um, so you'll have to, you know, have a seance or pray or some shit to talk to him. But he's fantastic. He's a good guy.
0: Oh we know we know Abs. He's came through uh IWA a couple times. I've wrestled him once. You've wrestled him once.
2: I believe he's also a Johnny Rodz guy, is he not?
1: I heard. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I had it, no idea you know, about that.
2: It's great because Abs is one of those guys that can actually like he can wrestle, he can go.
0: Yeah, he
3: can.
2: But I mean he's abs. He doesn't need to. He's got he's got totally not fake yeah, rock not- hard.
3: Those abs. abs are real. They're, they're totally real. That he makes Finn Balor's abs look fake. No
2: joke. No joke.
3: He is too legit to quit. Too legit. No. Too, too legit,
2: legit to quit. quit. I found the meme by the way. Word. Yeah, he sent me the other day he wanted to take a little bit more seriously. and My thought it was why? Hell <laughs> <laughs> no. That's work.
3: If he made events WrestleMania looking like that, I'd be so happy. Word.
2: Oh my God, dude, yeah, Abba's fantastic. Um, I didn't make the. Well, I, I think I alluded to it on Twitter. Um, I fuck with that sometimes. So, like, I announce his match, but don't make a graphic, you know? Um, it's actually one of the things that's on my Could Do Eventually list. Uh, but he's going to be um, at the, at my birthday show um, doing some ridiculous bullshit that I don't want to tip the hand on. But it's, oh, it's going to be fun. a lot of fun. I swear it's going to be a blast.
0: <laughs> So your resume definitely really does speak wonders when it comes to people that you've actually stepped into the ring with. I'll actually read off a, uh, a few of them: Jay bougie oh man, so Philly man. Mike Swanson, Adina. Yeah,
2: Michael and I fought all over Philly and allegedly we killed three people, but I there's
0: no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Adina Steele.
2: I close the shit out of her at the last night, uh, IGV IGB show. That's um, so I wanted to do. I, I, I'm friends with her boyfriend, and I was like, I'm going to close-line her so hard she comes out of her boots. <laughs> Good I, God. I did it, you know?
0: Katie Arquette.
2: Yep, she's fantastic.
0: Monster Mac.
2: And Black cheese.
0: And Black cheese. Black Blackstrom. Blackstrom.
2: That one, um, yep. That one, just... yo. Let me tell you something. Blackstrom and Skyros as a tag team is almost unfair.
0: <laughs> um, Mike Skyros kicked me so hard in the face.
2: Uh, I, it's one of my favorite video clips. I saw it coming. I knew it was coming. It was one of those things that I, I kind of deserved that I had it coming. Um, so I just did the thing that you know a grown man does and take it. And uh, um, I'm pretty sure my brain rattled back and forth for about five minutes after that one that match was so much fun working with those guys was so easy um i love mike skyros he's one of the best talents in the northeast give him his flowers
0: and you were a team with johnny moran
2: that i was
0: that is amazing and upcoming on march 5th you have an ambulance an ambulance street fight Mm -hmm. where it's you and j.s hawthorne which is awesome guy Taking on Face and Jay Bougie.
2: Yep. That's going to be fun.
0: That sounds fun. nuts.
2: Jay and I are training partners from time to time. Uh, when I'm not busy getting kicked out of the sanctuary. Someone's to get <laughs> kicked out of Sunday uh, uh, school. It's usually not.
0: What do you, uh, How do you get kicked out of the sanctuary?
2: Not permanently. Um, John and I have butt heads, so, you know, right now, I, I'm on time out. Uh, uh, but it's okay. <laughs> it's always in love. It's always it. Sorry, my dog, um, must have seen a leaf fall outside. Oh, that's slumber.
0: The doge has entered the chat. Doge. The
2: doge.
3: So... One of the toughest things in wrestling, if I may ask the question, obviously. Good. One of the toughest things in wrestling, professional wrestling, is uh, relationships. Some of us can, some of us are lucky enough to have someone with us, either in the business or outside of the business that love us. Mm. Is there a Mrs. Mastodon?
2: There is not a Mrs. Mastodon. <clears throat> There's just not, Yeah. <laughs>
3: Why? 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 I'm I'm curious. Actually, is it because they is because they know you can whoop somebody's ass, or um,
2: I work a lot for one. I've I've always been a bit of a workaholic when when you know, it's not having to do with wrestling. Um, and two, um, I was really focused these last couple of years on paying off my house. Mm. And girlfriends are expensive. Um. He's not wrong right so um the good news is i did get the house paid off and um i also have peace and quiet so yeah, that's a win, win. That,
0: that's yeah. a win-win it's a win-win my man
2: yeah. yeah let me tell you how much easier wrestling gets when your house is paid off like think about not having a rent payment or a mortgage payment every month that sounds glorious that's the dream that's true Right, like I you know. Now, granted, I get a lot of, like buying a house is a pain in the ass because I'm constantly shit's breaking and I, I can't just walk away and fix it. Um, but to not have to have that monthly bill, it, it makes it a lot easier to to say, oh hey, there's an opportunity that pops up in Maine. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go. You know, and, and that happened uh, last year, and that was, that was great. Like, I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I would have been, like, married to that mortgage. So, yeah, um, I highly recommend if you have the opportunity, you know, and it's not easy, um, especially now. I'm so glad mine's paid off now. I've worked really hard for the last 13 years to pay it off. Um, if you can, do it, by all means, I and mean, then just have that. The amount of stress that you get relieved from not having that one major payment and my car's paid off so like i don't have that payment either it just it makes life so much easier if you can stay ahead on your finances that's real shit.
3: yeah it is yeah mm-hmm. some wise and, words and right I mean, there
2: honestly guys sometimes that means i'm not going to go out to the farm and stay home and smoke this vape pan you know <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i feel that i feel that yeah Uh, it'd be like that
3: meditate on the force you must exactly yo so who were your favorite wrestlers growing up
2: um the the two guys that really got me to cross the line uh were tommy dreamer and raven okay um raven and the flock when i when i started watching like when i was younger younger i was in (laughs) Tatanka and owen hart like those were my guys when I was a kid. Kid, my parents didn't like me watching wrestling because I'm a dumbass and I do everything I see on TV. <laughs> 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 Join Don't the try child. this at home. I Does got it at home? That long gap and missed a lot of good shit. And then when I came back, I started watching Nitro. Is you know, I just I saw the clock and I'm like, dude, these guys are all. They look like me. Like I can identify. I can identify. And That is so important, um, especially all young wrestlers. Be something that people can identify with they can latch on to. That's how you inspire. You inspire, that's how you prosper.
1: What about favorite matches?
2: To watch or that I've been...
0: Both. Jinx, you guys. Uh, one of you guys owes the oh other yeah, guy so, a yeah.
2: Coke. Uh, I'll go with the ones, let, me, let me tell you about ones that I've watched that I really enjoyed. Because I've got three right now that I can watch um on any given day at any given time uh the, the first one is going to be kevin steam against dave mastiff um trying to remember the name of the promotion that was over in the uk okay and it has um and it's such a if you search it i think it's about the only one you'll find it has such great pacing to it and it's 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 serious,
1: but it's not serious. It, it's fucking Kevin Steen. so how serious can it be? Oh yeah. Um
2: and, and Dave Mastiff is a blast. And just the way that they interact is a is a great reminder of the entertainment value of professional wrestling. Um and I think I think there's so many people that get caught up on wrestling has to be done this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. God knows, like, that's that's the, the attitude of the people that was around when I came up. I mean, it creates a complex. Wrestling, you could do the same thing a thousand different ways, and it's all right and it's all wrong. As long as you both got through it safely and okay, the crowd's entertained, then it's good. So seeing a match like that just reminds me of thinking that far outside the ring, to create something that's entertaining and that'll give, some, give somebody something that they can attach to, that they can they can find joy. You know, because if we march out 10, 12, 13 matches and guys just chop and shit at each other, it's going to get old. So just seeing these different things is really cool. Um, now, speaking of just a really, really good wrestling match, Joe Coffey and Charlie Dempsey uh, was... I want to say mid-January of the beginning of last year. Um, I had not been watching NXT UK. Uh, Johnny Moran basically forced me on it, or forced it on me one night. And uh, this match just blew my mind. I, I couldn't tell if it was... I I couldn't tell if it was sloppy on purpose or if it just was that real. I don't mean sloppy in a derogatory way. I mean, like, it didn't look like a, you know, some indie wrestling matches just look like guys are going through the motions and just doing the spot, doing the spot, doing the spot, doing the spot. These guys actually looked like they were in the middle of a struggle. And it's so beautiful. And I thought it was going to be like, it was a TV match. So I'm thinking, like, it's going to be a quick six to eight. This sucker went on for almost 20 minutes. And... It you the entire way through. It's just that good of a match. Um, and the third one was that, uh, it, it, this one just got added to my list, was um, um, Gunther and Sheamus.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, that was good. As oh, being
2: a big guy and, and loving host fights and being in host fights, holy shit, that match was so dude. so good, so fun. <laughs>
1: Dude, watching that live is it was it was surreal to like because I really haven't seen a house fight go like they did. Like, like I get what you mean by like that was like
2: a favorite match.
3: Yeah, and it was five stars on Dave Meltzer. Yeah, it was five stars on Dave Meltzer. I know Triple H was proud of that. I think that
2: might be the first time Meltzer and I
3: agreed
2: on something. (laughs) But we're gonna take not really pay attention a whole lot. it and happens. DVD and weed, uh, I don't pay attention to much. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so those are my three favorite matches, as far as match that I've been in. Um, that's that's tough. Um, in in two thousand thirteen, I think it was. It may have been two thousand twelve. Um, I was in a dog collar match with Joe Gomez for WXWC4 in Allentown. Dog collar.
1: Really wow. <laughs> let
2: me tell you, let me tell you why I love Joe. Um, at the time, you know, if you've ever been to Allentown, it's a largely uh, Puerto Rican area. Like it's that's the population base. Wow. So we had this guy on the roster, Joe Gomez, who's this big, huge, hoss of a man. He's Puerto Rican, and the whole crowd loves him. They came for him. Like, every time we'd see him, we'd be like, thanks for the house, Joe. And um, he didn't speak very much English. And I spoke even less Spanish. <laughs> and we couldn't really communicate a game plan. And even when we were out there, if we would have been calling anything, you know, we'd literally speak in different languages, but it wouldn't matter. That place was so loud for him.
0: That's why so
2: loud for him, and uh, I think that has to be that has to be one of the pinnacle matches for me. Um, it just the electricity that it created was was a lot of fun. Uh, as far as people to wrestle with, um, Tommy Vex.
0: I oh my God, Tommy
2: Vex, because it's barely any wrestling. Tom,
0: Tommy Vex Pepto-Bismol
2: Pepto-Bismol <laughs>
0: My god, he, he he was at one of the promotions that we're, that we're at now called IWA, right He showed up for like two different shows One time he wore a bright yellow blazer and then the next time a bright pink blazer Mike. to which we nicknamed him Mustard and Pepto-Bismol, <laughs> and he hated it
2: <laughs> The channel, well, legendary. Tommy Vercetti is one of the most entertaining people on the planet. He's also one of the wildest.
0: He's funny as hell.
2: That's cool. And well. Mary Beth, like, did you ever watch uh, Parks and Rec? Yes. Tommy and Mary Beth from The Sapphires.
0: Oh my god, that's great
2: hundred percent that is who they are and i have told and this will make you even hate them even more i I told tommy and Mary this and that that comparison and they're like I we don't want parts of that and I was like I hate you even more though
3: <laughs>
2: because that is totally who they are hundred percent they have no idea <laughs> um every every group chat that I'm in that tommy's in is my favorite group chat because it's always the most wildest off the wall shit all the time. He is he's full tilt bonkers all day every day. Um I really lo- like I I really love having him on shows just because he entertains the shit we- I don't write his bids. Um it's just like here's the segment that Tommy's in. Have at it.
3: <laughs> Doesn't he look up to um Mr. Ulala?
2: He loves Mr. Ulala. It's it's like his hero and his and his foil all at the same time. la la and i'm convinced that ooh la la is aj evers from the future but come back to the past time (laughs) i've got a really great theory on this but i'm
0: not nearly high enough to explain it properly (laughs) but with that said we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more mastodon
2: It's your boy Kevin Stones, a.k.a. Kofi Wieson of the Dirty Hills Podcast. That's right, the Dirty Hills Podcast. That's an re- independent wrestling podcast, man. We go from promotion to promotion, place to place, you know what I'm saying? Wrestling event to a wrestling event. And we interview independent wrestlers, man. We talk all sorts of wrestling. So you might even catch us talking WW or AEW, but you can catch us on YouTube. YouTube, that is. on Every Thursday, we drop an episode every Thursday at 316. Or oh, you can just check us out on uh I I G, Dirty Hills underscore one three two. And shout out to High Side of the Roast, man. Those are my guys over there. They they are also independent uh podcasts, man. Anywhere I go, they usually out there in these streets running with us. So make sure y'all go like, share, subscribe to High Side of the Roast. And you are Dirty Hills approved. Bang. Buongiorno, Luke from Cheap Pop Wrestling here. Free as a bird, high as a kite. If you do two things today, firstly grab some Mary Jane, and then second, listen to High Side of the Ropes. Ciao for now.
1: Yeah, And we're back with the second half.
0: We back again. Guess who's back? Show.
1: back again.
0: High that's side's that's back. back. Tell a friend. Friend. No, for real. Tell a friend, though. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mastodon's still here, kicking it with us. We're all fucking ripped as shit now.
2: Day. What? They left me out of the rotation.
0: What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Live
3: via satellite. I got a question. Go for it. So, <clears throat> Philly Mike. Uh, t- has to take some time off because of an injury, which is heartbreaking as it is. Yeah, <clears throat> he's one of the nicest guys. I, I don't talk to him as much, but I always, you you know me. I always try to find something good to say about people, and I, I there's so much to say about Philly Mike. How do you feel having Philly Mike wrestle his last match in your promotion?
2: So I knew that Mike was going out for a while. Uh... And he was just trying to figure out you know what the game plan was and he messaged me one day he's like i'm gonna do my last match before surgery at your show it was pretty much down to like what date do they give him because he was running till they said no more and i didn't have i didn't have the game plan figured out because it was a it was a choice for tots benefit you know like one of those low to no pay type deals, like half price tickets, letting kids in for free, just, you know, trying to do something for Christmas. And um, he just said, I, or I, I said, it, I was like, who do you want to work? You know, if you're going out, who do you want to work? And he said, I want to work Bougie. And um, I said, okay. Um, so I asked Bougie if he wanted to work Philly Mike and he was all about it. And uh, it was heartbreaking because I had, you know, in my mind, I, I had plans for mike i love working with mike uh, i will wrestle him anytime any day um obviously when he gets healed back up again we just have so much fun um i, I went with mike and riley this past year uh, for new year's down to the gcw show at showboat since so i've never been down there and um they reminded me how much fun wrestling is and how much it's supposed to be like there's this thing where I, I don't know when the fuck this started and I hate it, but like when I was coming up, it, it seemed like as soon as you started training, you weren't allowed to be a fan of wrestling. You know, yeah. you get mocked mm. and ridiculed. Like, don't be mocked, don't be mocked. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like, Why am I trying to be a wrestler if I'm not going to enjoy this shit? And, and being with Mike and, and, and Riley reminded me that hey, it's okay to be a wrestling fan. It's okay to be a wrestler and be a wrestling fan. Like, that's not against the rules. The rules are made up anyway, they're all bullshit. So um, long, short, back to where I was getting at. Um, I love Mike, I can't wait for him to get back so we can start beating the shit out of each other again. <laughs> uh, he's, he's so, he's got charisma. Um, I can't say enough good shit about Philly. He uh, He's innovative, he's got charisma. He just needs someone to give him the opportunity, give him that, give him that chance to make that moment. Like he'll do dumb shit that'll get attention, but like give him that big stage moment and and he'll fly. Um, Philly Mike Swanson is one to, if not in 2023 because of coming back from surgery, 2024 that kid's just gonna be like through the moon. So keep your eyes on Philly Mike.
3: Philly Mike's doing it, bro.
0: Philly Mike is awesome.
2: Love Philly Mike. Wow. His influence on Riley in just a few months has has greatly improved her game as well. Mm. I he just everything he touches gets better.
3: Wow, that, that's awesome. So
0: where did the where did Smash Master Wrestling start?
2: Um, in in what regard?
0: like your first show
2: uh we did the first show at the troop civic center um up in troop which is just outside of scranton um which is a real town the office took like was set in a real town yeah Um, (laughs) a lot of people ask oh wow that scranton's real yeah yeah um so i live out in bloomsburg which is about an hour and a half away from there um but all of my friends in wrestling live in and around the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre-Hazelton area. It's, it's where like the the big metropolitan type area is. So I got to go to them, And the Civic Center just kind of fell in my lap. Um, I wasn't ready. I I wasn't financially, mentally, physically, emotionally ready to start running shows last July, but um, sometimes fate books itself. And I just started putting it together. And um, I had been helping other people run shows um, in various roles, agent, producer, writer, creative booker, um, putting promotional materials together. Like, I, I know how to put a wrestling show together. And I always knew that I would be running, you know, I, I always knew that this was this was where it was going to go this is what my my lifetime body of work um was building up to so when the opportunity popped up it just i had to i just i just fucking had to because you know? if i didn't then what the hell am i doing you know so the idea was always um i wanna i want it to feel more smashy bashy old timey um, Scooby Doo meets fucking King Kong and Godzilla, you know, like <laughs> it's it's literally it's literally
0: like if you dump the contents of my brain out across the wrestling show. Gotcha.
2: That's that's what this is. And like I'm I get people hit me up all the time, Yo, you should do this, you should do that, you should book this, you should book that. And it's like uh I, I, I appreciate the enthusiasm sharing ideas, but I have a, I've got 20 years worth of notes in my head of shit that I want to do. Like this, this is me. This is a hundred percent smash master wrestling. It's a hundred percent my creative vision vomited out to the world. And I have the absolute best locker room on the fucking planet. And it's literally just friends. I've picked up along the you people have met and interacted with and, and some of them I've known for 10 years, some of them I've known for 20 years, some of them I've known for two weeks. It's just people that have impacted my life in a way that I remember them and I think about them and I'm like, i can make part of this. And, and then some of it's just chance encounters and cool shit happen. So um, it's just kind of like a, a peek into my soul. Wow, how high am I, right? <laughs>
0: It's a great promotion, man. Like I see your stuff all over the place. It's fun to watch. I really, really enjoy like the locker room that you have.
3: You know when you,
2: that's the most important thing when you're putting together uh, a collaborative effort like this is is you've got to have locker room culture. So, how... you know, like, you, look like the, you can get great great wrestlers aren't hard to find. There's there's a plethora of talent just within a a three-hour drive up here Uh, it's not hard to find good wrestlers it is hard to find the right people and i am so blessed to coming right out the gate i haven't had problems i haven't had problems at all and i've I've had a revolving cast of of characters come through and tussle with my friends from 570 and it is fun so
0: how is it so how is it working with masha slamovich
2: Basha's a pro. <clears throat> um, it was super easy. Um, super simple. Um, we, she had a, a double booking. Um, so, th- again, I'm, I'm going to go back to the to of the right locker. Um, she had a double booking. She had to be in Buffalo after my show. My show was at 2 o'clock. Their show was supposed to start at 6.30. It's like a four-and-a-half-hour drive. So, like, you're talking tight to me, to event to event. to me. To me, to me. And we had to bump her earlier on the card, and like that was a little stressful because like all the promotional material, you know, it was literally Marsha's Masha Steinrich, Masha, Steinrich, Masha Steinrich. But again, my locker room, it was just it was it was a speed bump, you know. Like I looked at Kit Rath and Tommy Vex, they had this big thing going. Um, Gavin was involved. Um, if you if you saw that little clip going around with, of Gavin as. Uh, orange Cassidy and lady frost that, kid, yeah.
0: that kid's a legend shout out awesome to gavin man. bro gavin yeah, is he, a legend,
2: legend you yeah. picture of gavin what the fuck are you doing at a wrestling show like, This Like <laughs> everywhere he doesn't care what the alphabet soup is you know before or after it but uh we love gavin so much that he is our commissioner um because why why the fuck not and uh um so there was a bit with Gavin, and you know what? Like it worked. It worked. Um, Masha was easy to work with. I'm sure we'll we'll bump heads again soon. She's she's a generational talent. She crosses all all different genres. Like she's fun. She's a lot of fun, and and that is I, she's not even the future of wrestling anymore. She is wrestling. Yeah.
0: She really is she really is when I saw that Sports Illustrated put her on like the top 10 wrestlers of 2022 I was like good that is exactly where she belongs I actually
2: so deserve not many people have had the the explosive presence and justifiable rise that she has since, since this pandemic period came to a close um it's it's I love it for her. It's fantastic.
3: It's fun to watch. I actually Same had thing. the privilege of uh, watching her wrestle. I'm from Newark, uh, Newark in Jersey uh, for some idiots that don't know. But, uh, <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, um, she was at the grand ballroom. I think it was in Newark, literally two minutes from the high mm-hmm. school I went to and watching her perform was probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Like, it's rare to fall in love watching that, but I was like, wow, my heart belongs to you now. You can break it now. <laughs> and she, she's just – she's one of those people that you want to study when you want to wrestle in the industry. She's just so awesome. She's – I think you hit the nail right on the head. She's going to go far. She's going to yeah. go really
1: Man, far. Yeah, we did watch her live a couple of a times. A couple of times. It was awesome. Wait.
2: We can all talk about how far we think that she's going to go or could go. Go be a fan and watch her work.
0: Literally, it's yeah, it's go, literally an art. Go
2: just just like turn. I, I, we all do it. We all do it because we've got this platform, um, this, this social media platform that, that all let us dump our opinions out there and like they fucking matter. But like, if you turn the analysis off, and, like, just go enjoy that. Like, watch Masha and tell me, tell me that you're 100% convinced that the wrestling is fake. Yeah. For real. Yes. Like, we literally watched her
1: live, and then, like, the next event, she literally went through a door with Jordan Grace.
0: Yeah, that I was one like, one what?
1: pay per view on uh, Impact.
0: Her and Akira bleeding all over the
1: place. Yeah, I like, am. What
3: the, the fuck? Yo, like. Give her her flowers, bro. She deserves it. She deserves it. She yeah, generational
1: talent.
2: Generational talent. Uh, you know who else is a generational talent? Hmm. And, and this is, it's, he's so fucking good, it's unfair. Ace Austin. Yes. 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 Okay. I, I just, I, he constantly <laughs> just blows me away with with his, his inner, of course, his inner work is great he's got this unique style that's it's like heavy into parkour um nobody else is like it he's got the you know a little bit of high flying but like this kid on every fucking level is elite and when you get to spend time with him he's a good human being like it's almost like what fucking planet are you from unreal unreal generational talent watch him just watch so, him and he's like what 24.
3: I wow. think so. Jesus Christ, he's
2: Something young. That? Sweet kid. 5 7 product. We're gonna claim them. He's one of ours.
3: So 25. Wow. So I I jumped up and marked out because I have <clears throat> dangerously high expectations for myself. Not mind you, I I'm rooting for everybody I share the locker room with that I'm cool with that I'm close with. As much as I like to bust um Brandon's no balls,
2: <laughs> I think
3: I think realistically hope will no get a contract or get signed by somewhere within two three years. And I mean that. He just he just needs to stop masturbating to Family Guy, but you know that's another story. <laughs> um, now day. the whole world's gonna know what
0: <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? It seems today. That all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. Yeah, Brandon just heard that last part, and everything else went out the window about <laughs> that know, intro. He
2: just goes to be like, "Where the good old family now
3: is?" Um, but oh God, I went for Yeah, see, there They just us a preview. But,
2: but, uh, but anyways. Yeah. Um, let, 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 me, let me give you an old man piece of advice And I just, I just bank this away in your back pocket Because you're going to ignore me for a couple years But it'll come back around And I want it to come back around
3: Okay. <coughs> you're going to get
1: your ass kicked
2: No, no Not at all you, You'll kick your own ass on this one Don't worry You are a wrestler Because you loved wrestling as a kid right Yes Everything you do Is for that kid, success or no success, and I wish you the success. I absolutely believe you can make it somewhere in two years. Go have fun. These are literally the coolest fucking times of your life. Yes. Go have fun. Decrease the stress and the pressure, and enjoy being a professional wrestler, living out the dream of that kid. Because you know what happens when you do that. You don't press at the plate. You know what pressing it to the plate is, right? You know baseball? Yeah. When you're trying too fucking hard, relax. Let it be natural. Have fun. The rest of it will work itself out in the wash. Hell yeah. You'll make it. You won't make it. You'll get a contract. You'll get released from your contract. What the fuck are you going to do when you get released from a contract? Yeah. You know? Go have fun. Let the rest of it fall where it I Cherish now. the moments while it's gone. Yeah. Mm. I'm an old fuck. I wish I could go back. How old are you? Well,
3: I'm um, I'm 27.
2: Same. All right. I'm 28. I would love to go back to 27. Wow. I would love to go back to 27 and tell myself that. I would love even more to go back to 17. I know that if I went back and told the 17 year old version of myself that, he'd tell me to get fucked. You're I'm going to tell him just to say it so it's, so it's playing in your head so it boomerangs back at some point. Have fun with this shit. Cause it is fun. If you're not doing it for fun, all you're doing is creating stress for yourself. Wrestling so, is fun.
0: Realist okay. word spoken.
2: Anywhere else here. As I a know. wrestler, as an as as a a, a non-wrestling part of the show, because everybody doesn't have to be a wrestler, but everybody is important. This shit's fun. If it's not fun, what the fuck are we doing it for? Spend a lot of money to try to maybe someday
1: make a little bit back. No, we do the shit because we love it. Word. Yeah. do the shit. Mm-hmm. Yep,
3: that's true.
0: Wow, that's. So, Rosh, where did okay. you start training at?
2: Wild Simone Training Center in Hazel. They're off of the Wild Simone.
0: That is Great, wow.
2: fucking awesome. Greatest fucking bump school on the planet. <laughs> <clears throat> you want to learn how to bump? Go to a Simone school interesting
3: we do a million of them wow i wish i i wish i'd known that i um unfortunately i'm not not really allowed to say publicly like that who i trained for but i've trained i trained for a guy who has strong connections to wwe and i think we spoke about this before um he's one of the nicest people in the world uh the fact that he took me in with little to no experience when he only takes people with experience. Um I owe I owe a lot to him. Prior to that, I trained for a school. It's a real good school. Uh Rob Chase is from there. Um Rob Chase is also from there. But um it were were their facilities that they have the ring, and I didn't realize that 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 the mat that they use is an amateur wrestling mat so for some time i thought that was the mat that everybody uses to to wrestle in i took my first bump and all the air was sucked out of me i take those same bumps for like an hour and i go home and my back is darker than most of our jeans like it looked like charcoal it was black and blue it was crazy I couldn't go to training at all for about a week, but me being st- as stupid as I was, I want the very next day to do more bumps, so I was out of it for a little bit.
2: Damn. So, um, what kind of ring was
3: it? Say that again.
2: What kind of ring was
3: it? It was a regular. Yeah. It was. It was a regular. Um, I think it was an eighteen by eighteen.
2: Was it a flex beam, or did it have a spring?
3: It was um. It didn't have a spring.
2: Okay. You you you've been to the sanctuary. Do you remember the, the stage and the walkway? Yes. Those were the rings I trained. In. Those were were spring rings. Twenty by twenty. The one in Hazleton specifically was a twenty by twenty spring ring. It was built for guys my size and bigger at Compton. Wow. Bruh. Wow. Bruh. Bruh. We bumped <laughs> on that ring which I swear on cold days bowed up like a spoon. We bumped on that motherfucker over and over and over and over and over and over, and over. And and that's why I say it, like it's the best bump school because you you can't come out of there knock out a fucking bump. It becomes second nature. Um that's you know I'm glad I learned on that but at the same time I wish I would have learned on a flex beam. I back could love it a lot. Mm. Well, that's why Trotsky's got like fucking forty feet of padding Jesus Christ. You know, like we all we all worked on them rings on stage. Yeah. We all, we all trained on those. And and I swear it's taken years off our lives.
3: It's 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 crazy you mentioned that because I um I've wanted to incorporate like high fly moves or like rolls or like lucha stuff, and I'll only practice at the sanctuary's ring.
2: it's it's the it's the lowest chance you have of getting hurt anywhere it's the safest ring the safest ring. it's it's something special it does take a little bit of getting used to but it's something special yeah you you let your you let your balls drop a little bit and and try some shit (laughs) like nobody can nobody will teach you how to do a more pre moonsault than john trask he doesn't have to get the ring to do it yeah and and you get this like when you're on that ring, and it's it literally has, I believe it's four and two six inches of padding. Um, you just feel confident and comfortable trying things, and and I think that's fantastic.
3: Um, less likely to get hurt that way. Oh yeah. Goal, yeah.
0: So out of all the moments in 2022. Out of everything that happened in Smash Master in 2022, what can you say was honestly your favorite to see play out? Oh, man, there's some
2: good ones. (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed, there was a a four-piece feud between MIT and Jason Furious.
3: Okay. Okay.
2: One, one is an old friend and and one is a new friend. Um, I engineer, I specifically engineered the scramble so that they could test the waters and and see what the chemistry was like. I, I have this, I have this gift and ability to pair people up into entertaining combinations. Um, not everybody's a good fit for everybody else and that's okay. Jason Furious and MIT, like from the minute I met MIT, I was like, he needs to work Furious. Like I've known Furious since like 2011, 2012. It's so, like I've known him a hot minute. When when he was floating around a lot of like the, the Sunbury, Steelings Grove, or shows like inland Pennsylvania, but not like it like he didn't really get far out he did consistent work he worked a lot with like Tony Deppin and, and Ace Austin and <clears throat> Clay Drasher um uh guys found him that way and I thought you know i met MIT and we, we trained together at the Sanctuary quite a bit I was like I would really like to see these two work so I put him in the scramble and the chemistry was there it's solid um you guys can check it out on our YouTube page for free at smash master rastlin w-r-a-s-s-l-i-n um the chemistry was there so we brought him back we gave him a hot open and, and they killed him. and then they did a two out of three falls match and they killed it and then it culminated in a last man standing match at the circle driver which was an outdoor show at a, a drive-in movie theater beautiful setting this gorgeous fall afternoon the weather was right there was Clouds in the sky, but not too many. <clears throat> Page watching has absolutely breathtaking photos. And, and these guys just killed it. Killed it every single time. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that. It, it really helped. It, it helped me see where I wanted to push certain people, uh, what directions I, I have for different characters. And and keep your eyes on MIT. He's, he's a special, very, very special person. He's a, a very, very special worker. He's very talented. Um and he's gasoline. The the minute the spark hits him, he's gonna blow up. Like I, I'm gonna hold on to him as long as I can, but I the, I know the goal is for him to outgrow anything that we can do at Smashmaster. And I'm excited for when that happens.
3: Word wow. Um
2: that anything with Tommy Vex. Tommy Vex and Gavin have been the feud of the year. <laughs> so- I said to Tommy, I was like, Do you want to wrestle actual matches? He's like, Can I just like, fuck around with Gavin? And I was like, Yeah. I'm good with that. Oh, man. <laughs> shit me, it's amazing. because a Christmas I... special. I don't know if you saw it. I don't the, think the I Gavin, saw the... Gavin versus Gavin and Santa Claus versus Tommy and Mary?
0: I did see that. I did see that. That was entertaining oh, as fuck
2: it's tommy's tommy's too good tommy's too good he did a halloween special a couple years ago at the sanctuary uh about a character that they had there um he did the um, uh the quarantine match with keikoa where where they had a match over the phone <laughs> what? Wait, what?
1: How- That's a
2: new one.
0: Wait,
1: how does this stoner yeah, logic work? You,
2: not, can't, you can't have wrestling shows, you can't have wrestling matches. Like, Tommy does his best work when he's not wrestling, and he's a really good fucking wrestler, dude. That's, it's, it's almost <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's up here in, in in the Allentown, Philly area. Keiko is down in Florida. They get this idea to like film a match between the two of them, but via a video chat. Watch oh. it; it's fucking hilarious. I, I, like, oh, I just get stoned and watch it. It's fucking fun. Um, oh my god! Oh, Tommy, Tommy's got a couple projects with high tension that he's working on. He has a podcast. Called Tommy Talks Tape, where he literally just brings on the opponent, like his opponents, and talks about a match they've had.
0: Wow. That sounds interesting, actually. I got to check that out now. That sounds
2: pretty good, actually. Tommy Vex Vex does his best work when he's not wrestling, and he's a really good wrestler. The irony. Everything he does is great. Anything Gavin does is great. And then you sprinkle Kit Rock and Coach in there, and you just sit back and enjoy it. Wrestling's fun. Guys, I'm telling you, wrestling's fun. Go have some fun just getting signed off
0: of our bullshit but we're out of the blast. yeah as long as you have fun doing what you're doing man don't worry about the bullshit don't worry about the negative
3: don't let people drag you down it's it's what you want to do no don't let me don't let me try to like stay away because you you I have you watched me do ring crew i'll i'll do ring crew and everybody's upset that they have to do ring crew and I'll say something stupid like, "Oh, guys, just be careful with this. It's long and it's hard." Or like Brandon's favorite, I'll be like, "You know, if we did, if we put up this wood for ring in the morning, it'd be considered morning wood." And like all uh-huh. of a sudden, yeah, haha, we, we have that, we'd have that ostrich in the room for Family Guy, <laughs> and all of a sudden everybody's happy to to work as a team or so or stuff like that. So.
2: I know it's, it's work and like the human, the, the natural human reaction to physical labor is to like, not want to do it, but I'm going to go back to like, you're, you're living, you're literally getting an opportunity to live out your childhood fantasies. Go do fucking ring crew. Go put a couple of chairs on Come on. Like it's not hard. And then someday, when you're an old, grumpy fuck like me, and, like, you're walking around trying to keep everything from falling apart, and, you, you know, you don't have to put the ring up, guess what? Everybody that's putting the ring up just saves my ass from a huge headache. It, it, it's it's the circle of life, man. For real, for and, real. And, 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 again, I wish that was, like, something that I knew when I was younger, because I was just like, I don't know put ring
0: up. That's bullshit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like yeah, everybody feels that way. Don't worry about it. It's still fun. It's not bad. You'll be all right. It's okay, kids. Do You know what? Um, I I literally pull from kids working on ring crew at full matches. Like, I'm not out there advertising. If you come do ring crew, I'll give you a spot. No, it's like I'm just gonna look for kids that are working hard and enjoying themselves. And it's like, all right, hey, I got something tonight. You want in? And that's literally how I book some of the uh, some of the fillers, you know, or, or someone bails out, and I need an extra body, you know. Well, who's helping out?
3: For real, for real. Yeah. And
2: and I don't know if the kids realize how many promoters do that. So I'm just gonna like spill the beans, you know. We watch for that shit. Do you know how, do you know what sucks? Do you know what the worst part about being a promoter is or a booker or anything like that?
0: Oh, let's hear it.
2: You gotta you gotta decide who gets to be on the show and who doesn't. Mm. There's so many good, hardworking, deserving people. But not everybody can be on the show. And if you fill the show with a bunch of six man tags and four corners and four way tags and triple threats, like it dilutes the show. Mm. So at some point you've gotta sit down with a list of fifty names and whittle it down to twenty. That sucks. It does. So yeah just just be aware of that, like right? keep creating value, keep yourself being undeniably the one. But have fun in the process. What a fucking pile of advice that is, right? Yeah. But true words. Things, words. Damn it.
3: <laughs>
2: you can only
0: find it here on the high side. Reach. So 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 so, Rosh wanted to come on here now and talk high side of the ropes. So let's get to the high por- portion of this segment. Rosh, what you smoking over there, homie? Uh,
2: right now, I am on uh, i I'm, I'm on a vape kick. I have some banana candy and some green crack in front
0: of me. Two really good strains.
2: One of them tastes like banana roots, and uh, and one of them just really gets me fucking hot.
3: I have a. I also have a question. Are you a sativa guy or an indica guy? Uh, all right. So
1: I'm an old guy. Um, I used to buy weed by saying,
2: "Hey man, I want to buy some weed." Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like oh yeah there's all these crazy names for it i'm like all right that's cool you know what do you got like you know ice cream sandwiches and girl scout cookies it's like well now i want to get hot and i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like oh we've got indica and sativa hybrids so i'm like all right that's fucking complicated i just want to get hot <laughs> and then it's like oh we've got terpenes like you gotta look at the back of the label of fucking weed and buy it from the uh, dispenser to be like <laughs> I bought this bait pen the other day that had three chambers on it. One was the indica, one was the sativa, and one was a hybrid. And there's like this little switch to flick around which one you want to wow. be on. I link the fucking capital the same
3: Sounds expensive. Yeah.
2: It does. Uh, I like to get high, you
3: know. Um True. I want to party with him.
2: Yeah,
0: we Nick invest okay. in buying that. I want to. I want to see what that is now. Holy shit! That sounds complicated as fuck. But I sound like I will be ripped as fuck it's by the end of it. Easy.
2: Middle. We did the job. Yes. Do the I, job. I'm walking around the fucking showboat, stoned off my goat. It's the first time. The place is like super unique. And then I walk out in the boardwalk, and it's like 55 degrees. This thing is fan fucking tastic. But I, I thought I was gonna like get lost in the fucking uh, <laughs> Ferris wheel. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: oh you oh yeah you were at uh, the showboat for gcw i saw the i saw it on instagram
2: did you happen it? Yes, to- uh, i was i was doing my um uh community service work trying to help out Philly mike uh which by the way anybody hearing this philly mike and Eugene Steele are both recovering from injuries resulting from wrestling Please go buy their merch yeah and for real, real. All, all, all of a lot.
0: like these two guys are out of work right now help them in any way you can speaking of which i saw something on your instagram bro and it it, it kind of it kind of made me like pissed off for you like i saw someone like stole like a stack of your trading cards that you had oh yeah yeah uh, you know what
2: should happen i should be paying better attention
0: on i was just like wow like why the fu- what why the fuck are you doing that now like
2: I'm, I'm hoping it was just a mistake um I try not to get too wound up about shit. Like, am I pissed off about it? Yeah, yeah but like, trying to do anything about it? Nah. So it's like, all right, I just gotta take it. On. It sucks. I gotta take it on the chin and go. Um, but it'll come back around. Things always work themselves out. Like, yeah. you, re- you ever notice that? Like, it always works out. Somehow. Sometimes it works out shitty, but it always works out. So fuck it. Just roll with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. man. I just hope it comes around and everything gets settled with it.
2: It will. I, I'm. I'm. I'm sure it will. Um, But in the meantime, I'm for Philly Mike and the team. Um, Where I love these kids. Like they're both stars. They're both. They're both superstars. Just, just ready for that next gear shift. And I cannot wait to watch it happen.
0: It's gonna be great when it does. Cause Philly Mike is entertaining as fuck. The kid reminds me of a young Brian Pillman. Honestly.
2: yeah yeah i can see that he uh he's got a good mind for the business he's got a good mind for the hustle he's not afraid to speak his mind um
3: he's also not afraid to jump (laughs) off high places
2: Mm no not at all he's no um and like the old man and he wants to be like, be careful. But, and like the kid in me is like, fuck it, have fun. So the kid's going to win. Um, I, I can't wait. Like he's, he's just, he's that one gifable moment away. You know, like that one viral video away from next level. I believe and it. It's it's not a matter of if it's a matter of what.
0: Yeah. So now when you wrestle, right? Have you wrestled high, and if so, how was the experience? Well, I've
2: wrestled Philly Mike. <laughs> Here we go. Um, I I, ha- I have wrestled high. I've wrestled not high. Um, a, a lot of it comes down to where I, where am I? Who am I working with? Like who am I working with first and foremost? Where am I? Is it something that's okay? Like there there is there is a certain um level of responsibility that like instinctively kicks in ahead of time. And then there's some places where it doesn't fucking matter. And I know my opponents and my opponents know me and we all know that it's cool and we're cool with it. But it like the, the deference always goes to the you know the promoter and the opponent. But um so my brain runs about a thousand miles an hour and I have a hard time keeping up. And when I smoke weed, it slows down quite a bit. Oh, word! And when it slows down, I can I can go out there and, and I can give you something a little bit more special than if my brain is like, <laughs> you know, like I don't want to say smoke weed makes me a better wrestler because I think that's that's kind of ludicrous. Um, I just think that it it helps as long as I'm not bombed. You know, if I'm bombed, then we're just going out there finger. You're not going to get a, a Picasso, but you're going to, you know, it'll be entertaining. Um, and I try not to. I try not to do that. You know, I get kicked in the face enough. I don't I need to be bombed out of my goal before I get kicked in the face. <laughs> that makes sense, you
0: know. I, I'm also high right now. I'm probably grateful. There you go. But I think this is the part where we close out the show with any shout outs and anything anyone has anything to say. Upcoming. But we're going to give the spotlight to our boy, uh, Mastodon, first. Shout-out to Tokyo shit, bro. Uh,
2: we got a really big show coming up. It's my 40th birthday party show. It is on Sunday, March 5th. It is the Tuesday <laughs> <Service Center. laughs> 7th. We've got a ton of really awesome people on there. Uh, Shout-out to Rocket, who just made his GCW debut. He will be there. Um of course, Jay Bougie will be there. I'm gonna stuff him in the back of an ambulance and set it on fire. Um, Mike Skyros oh, well. the wrestling Lucky Thirteen. Um, that Ooh. is just gonna be straight bangering. And we have the um, Smash Master debut of Grim from Grim's Toy Show. Oh wow, and, uh, that's
3: gonna be fucking. It's awesome. just
2: gonna be. It's just gonna be a barn burner for a good time. Um, so check out our socials. Everything is at Smash Smash master rasslin w-r-a-s-s-l-i-n except for twitter that is uh smash master 570 um you can find me on socials at uh it um because that shit's funny <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah i've got merch pages and shit but if you go to like my instagram or something you'll find it pretty quick but again i'll just say um buy shit from adina like please. They're my homies. I'd rather I'd rather them get the money from any merch right now. Um, so do that. I want to thank you guys for having me on. Um, I'm trying to think of someone I want to shout out. Ricky fucking Price. Ricky fucking Price. Yes. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's one of our guys. He's a, a um, OG around, or not an OG. He's a new G around here. Um, he's, he's got a bright future. Check him out. Ricky fucking Price. Word.
0: Definitely, definitely. And bro, anytime, bro, if you want to come on again, we we'd love to have you on here again just to shoot the shit.
2: Bro, just give a holler. You throw a topic at me and let me ramble. I'll fill your time. Sounds good.
3: <laughs> Yo, it's such a pleasure to be to be with the high side of the ropes and to, to share to share a podcast with you. Dude, I just had to be in it. Thank you so much and thank you to the high side for having us. You really, but of course yeah. having you guys
2: always bro, <laughs> always.
0: Uh, we, we like to have fun over here. Yeah. And get high. That's it. Uh,
1: speaking of shows. Brandon, you got some coming up. Um WrestlePro Alaska has some coming up. Uh if you listen to us in Alaska, check out uh Wrestle Pro Alaska. Uh Pro Wrestling Magic has a show. On the twenty-eighth, I believe. Yes, January twenty-eighth, uh, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Uh Titan Championship Wrestling in Bricktown, January 14th.
3: I will try to make myself an appearance and get Billy Fesky to finally give me a fucking spot on the car, but it's a conversation for another day. Uh <laughs> Your next Billy
1: uh spartan championship wrestling return the show called the return uh january 14th as well at ridgefield park sadly the i will not be there but i love the guys at Spartan. you have to give them a shout out the mecca the mecca yep and
2: the on- with Mecca. how funny is that shit?
1: <laughs> and the 15th of uh january garden state garden state pro wrestling dynasty and duality duality i'm sorry i got their last show mixed up I got duality duality i got their last show mixed up my fault
0: my i push my fingers into my eyes
1: Thank god you finished what that sentence but um and then finally february 18th iwa anarchy rules yep me and ty here get to run the match back
0: i make my ring announcer debut you make your ring announcer debut
3: and, and I'm and... there. I'm just there. Now it's my
1: turn. <laughs> and me and Ty here get to bring the house down, and I can't wait for it. Oh, we're doing the fantasy
2: shout-outs?
0: Hell yeah, we're doing okay. the
1: fantasy league
0: shout-outs. we number one. Yeah, we're in first place. We're Woo! in first place. We the ones. <laughs> yes. More.
1: shout out to...
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: I'll give you that one. That was good. All right, shout-out to... A to the K Wrestling. What? what? Buzzy with Marlowe. What? what? Sell Out Pod. What? Cheap Pop Wrestling. What? The Dirty Hills. What? Back Cast. What? House Out of Ropes, That's Us. What? Jumping Tears Podcast. What? Jones World Clips. What? The Official William. What? Wrestling for Alive. What? Wrestler Ed or June. You are what? Wrestling Takeover. What? JJ the win? What? He'll Live. What? 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 Tequila. What? Shirley Temple. What? Vodka. What?
3: What? Jack Daniels. What? Now we all sound like alcoholics. Weed. What? Wait, we're social drinkers, not alcoholics. And then Stewie jumps in and goes, Great Theft Auto, let's do a Lambo. What? What? Stewie jumps in and says, oh, "Yeah, it's like saying rappers are really poets." <laughs> Dude, not
2: that bad.
0: What Bro- the deuce? But, thank you for coming on tonight, brother. It's really been a blast. This has been really fun.
2: Gotta buzz. See you again sometime. I'll talk to you guys soon.
0: All right, brother. With that being said, see you guys next week. Remember, don't drink and drive. Park and spark. It's always four twenty somewhere.
1: Enjoy the high side of life. Bird Cush, not your soul.